Greetings and salutations to our podcast audience. Yes. Very formal. That's it's a great like little you like uh, that? thing right good. there. I love it right there. Greetings, I think that's going to be I like friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> yes. I like that one better. That I, I want to say hi to somebody we never say hi to. Okay, go at it. Joel, right there. Our producer. We're so oh, thankful producer, for you, Joel. Joel. Our Joel puts up with a lot. He does. Yeah. And, and we also. And we put up with him. <laughs> we also put, we put up, up with, with him. Things, things yes. happen you before You just said Joel right there and looked off into space. I was, was looking very... at my camera. I was looking flat at my camera because I assumed Joel had put me fully in the screen by myself. Well, we are social <laughs> distancing. This is bizarre. I'm trying to balance looking at the camera and looking at you guys. It's I know. A, it's, it's a little weird. It's I, a little I will watch this, this a... later and see how Joel cut me out of the shot. Yeah. Here we are, week two of uh, social distancing podcasting. Yes. That's right. Yes. Three table podcast. Your official and, podcast and, for social distancing. And smaller tables. Last week I could reach out. This week I cannot. Oh, they are small. I didn't they even notice that. Smaller. We have, we have smaller grip, bistro tables. It. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad the big tables have been gone to other purposes, yeah. but not at a bistro. Yes. That's okay. One here's one thing before we get into uh, what we're going to do today. Um, I wanted to say this, and I didn't tell you guys I was going to do this. So I'm just oh. going to do it. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube page, this one that you're watching, if you're watching it on YouTube, please, please do that. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because if we can get up to a certain amount of subscribers yes. on our YouTube page, YouTube will let us do things. Yes, we have. We have. Ooh. We have. I don't know things. what things are. Yeah, but Ed does. There. Well, I do know a thing I really want to do, okay. but I'm not going to tell you what it is. But until we get to a thousand, ah. we can't be there. But we're making ground yeah, all the time. Yeah, we're getting We're getting yes. closer getting all closer. the time. So if you're watching YouTube, you can look down and you can see how many subscribers we and, have. Uh, and when uh, we get we to a thousand, we need a thousand. I don't, I don't know for sure all the things that YouTube will unlock for us, but we will be entered into creator something. Ah. I forget the exact thing, but we get into a special level. Special level. There's a special level yeah. we can go to. Creator Nirvana. <laughs> Gold Maybe. level YouTube, I don't know. whatever it is. We're closing in on it. Okay. They sent us an email saying you only need so many, and I'm thinking, well, now I want it. I want it bad. <laughs> no, I don't know why, no, but I want, I want it. it. Now I want so, it. So, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see how. What else far it. do you what else have you gotta to do? do? In all your free time. <laughs> so do that for us. All right. So today, um, uh, we're going to get into a lot of different things. First, uh, let me say, we do have some questions. Thank you for those of you sending questions in. Uh, I actually have two that were sent in this past week. Ooh. So we're going to get to two questions, but that's going to come at the end of the podcast. I today. think we should admit that one of these questions was submitted twice this week and once a week they before. Really they really want this answer. answer. So we're going to so, try to answer this one question. We are, but you've got to hang on. And, you know, if it doesn't meet your satisfaction... The form is still there. That's right. <laughs> you, can, you can ask it three times. You can ask it again. We'll give, it another, give it another shot. So, but before we get to the questions, let's talk. Uh, you know, last week, um, if you tuned in, we talked a little bit about how the whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing has affected our worlds personally and, and how, we're, how we're thinking about that in the world around us and the questions that a lot of people have been sending our way. I thought it would be good today if we just discuss a little bit about how it's affected our church. And what I mean by that is not personally, but how we're operating these days, because you know now we're completely online um, on Sunday mornings. No physical gatherings uh, are allowed, uh, or at least in the form that we can do. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, right. Um, I won't get into that. But um, 
everything has we've we had could to, start right now having <coughs> groups of 10 show up you sign up for them in shifts so, yeah y'all just come 24 24 7 every day of the week but you got to sign up and if you show up at a wrong time we're going to send you home all right. We're not doing that. Just yeah, be real I will clear. say, if that happens, I'm probably going to resign. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be here for all that. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, but seriously, uh, we've had to shift, make a shift in the way we go about doing church. And I thought it would be helpful to a lot of people that love our church to, to hear what we're thinking these days. What's the motivation behind that? Because there are, there are thought processes. We do think. <laughs> we have thoughts about why we're doing what we're doing. We not only think, we argue. We argue yes. a lot. <laughs> we argue and we yes. try to figure it out. As if you couldn't tell from yes, this we dynamic. Argue. There are okay. more people, the three of us argue, but there are more people that yes. argue and people, and rightfully so, they ought to. They have good opinions right. and strong opinions. And some that are strong that aren't good. True. <laughs> Always. <laughs> some that are good that aren't strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That is also true. And some, some that are really strong and those good that mine. aren't opinions. Those will be mine. They're good. They're just not strong. Oh my God. They're just quiet. Oh, That's wow. what you wish. They're just great opinions, though. We're gonna now assign. Let's uh, take a secret ballot and sign who we think is in each of those categories. Yeah. But we'll only share it here and not with. We might share it with y'all, but don't tell anybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's start with uh, Sunday. Um, now, the biggest shift, if you've been watching for the past few weeks, is. We decided instead of just doing what we always do on Sunday from a stage and just open, what we used to call it uh, when we would put a service online is we are opening up a window mm -hmm. for people to peer in. It's kind of like they're not walking into the room, but they're peering through the window and they're looking at, okay, here's what happens on a Sunday morning at Community Christian. And it gives them a view in the hopes that they would see through that window and say, I want to go inside there and come right. into the room. Well, we had to think differently about that because now there's no way for anybody to walk into that room. So what's the point window in opening up a window? With prison bars. That's right. So <laughs> look through. There ain't no way you're coming in that window. Right. Or it's just me doing this. <laughs> That's creepy. That's, That's creepy. creepy. That's a little Stop creepy. It. That's no a little one creepy. wants the image of. Mm. Ooh. Stop. So anyway, so instead of doing that because there's you know it's just cruel. Why open a window when you're not opening a door? We decided to do something different. We tried. We're trying these days to become more. I really like that phrase. Why open a window when you don't open a door? You like that phrase? I told I you I had good opinions. You do have good opinions. Well, it's good opinions. If you said phrase. that before, I have missed it. It's a really that, that was well said. I think it just popped out of my head. So. Well. That's that was good. Okay, thank you. You should pop things out more often. Right. If you would shut up, I'd have I know, more time I, to it pop may out be things. that I'm talking too much. Yeah. Think. Okay. So let's talk about that. That uh, I'm talking too much? No. How we are instead of opening a window, we're trying to make a, an experience on Sunday that is interactive and communal from a distance. That's a challenge. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I don't know who wants to go first on that. I, I'm okay with it. It's frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. It's very, very frustrating to me. And uh, it's made uh, us confront a lot of our methodology and uh, things that we have always thought. And I think it's been good. I think it's going to be good. We're going to eventually get to good places on this. Mm -hmm. But it is a real, real, real challenge of those two things. Uh, interactive and communal in what is basically a one-way communication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know people often think that's what happens at church other than what happens, you know, when you talk to people. But when you're sitting in a room with people, even when you don't say things, uh, 
our bodies are a part of what we do and our yes. there mm -hmm. we are communicating with each other all the time in presence yes. when we are present and uh, we don't get any of that um, it, it's just really hard to do what has been called for us to do what it has reduced us down to and I think we are confronting I hope other churches are confronting it as well is are we just a content delivery system mm. right yeah and uh, we don't think we are a content delivery system mm -hmm. we certainly don't think that's what Jesus encouraged the church to be was a mm -hmm. content delivery system yeah. and but this is really a challenge to that I, I have a lot more to say but I'm gonna stop so you guys can because <laughs> you have better ways to say it probably well I think the, 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 the what you're getting at I think is huge of trying that, that there is something when we're physically together that we experience that we don't experience just by the nature of not being together and so yes. we're trying to find ways to create that and I think it's important for us to at least acknowledge it and so this may not be exactly what uh, Jason intended when we talked about it but I think you can't fix a problem until you acknowledge what the problem is mm -hmm. until you know what you're looking at that's right and and one problem that I think we have to and not just us or the people on our staff. You mean we as a church. The church, as, yeah. as believers. That we yeah, have people to, on the other side of this camera that consider themselves community Christian. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. That, that, you know, we are the ones that are, and once again, I don't mean us. I mean the staff of CCC are the ones coming up with the structure of things. But there are even beliefs that all of us, so all of us hold on to as believers, that can become problems if we don't address what they are. And one of them really is this idea that Everything spiritual is just something that happened inside of me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, the kind of, this is the, the, the big word you get when you go to college for it is uh, ultimately the idea behind this was Gnosticism, which is this idea that what is spiritual is better than what's physical and that somehow there's truth that exists within me that I don't have to express in my body. And so in the Bible, you see a lot of where they're trying to figure out whether Jesus had a physical body or whether he was just a spirit. Here's how I see it manifesting many of us. What he just said, which is totally true, is that God doesn't just interact with my soul. Hmm. He interacts with all of me, which is why Jesus said, and the you know ancient uh, writers in uh, Deuteronomy, when they say, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, all of you, it's, it's a physical thing. There is a physical nature to the way we love one another and we interact. That now has had to change just by the nature of the world we live in. That's the problem we're trying to address as well, is that there's this nature to the way that we interact with each other, and there is value to it, but now that's had to change. And so that's really the kind of thing we're addressing, because like he said, if it's just content that you, in your mind, get to engage with, or in your heart you feel... Well, then I can just deliver that to you, and whenever you're ready to accept it, you can accept it. But all of us kind of have to figure out, okay, there may be ways in which things I could have done physically without even knowing I was doing it, I may now have to become intentional about in different ways. And so we're trying to do that to some degree with, you know, I mean, communion's one great way that we get to do that. That's a physical thing that you get to do. But let's even say for that, I, and I feel, you guys know, I've had... I have very, uh, I've been anti in the way that, um, the way I understand communal, communion by its nature, it's communal. Communal, yes. Correct. So 
Some well, of, when, some, when, when, they, when the writers of Scripture said, when you do it, don't neglect the body of Christ, I don't necessarily think they were talking about the physical body of Christ. They, they were not. talking about the body of Christ, well, no, the church. You were, you because were the context of that statement yeah, in 1 Corinthians 11, uh -huh. it starts with him discussing the love feast, which they mm -hmm. did with that whole thing. And he's basically rebuking, they had this whole meal, which we call a fellowship meal, yeah. and they took communion at the end of it. But rich Christians, they had, it was the first organization in any kind of Greek-Roman culture that allowed slaves and slave owners to be the same. Mm -hmm. Men and women mm -hmm. were in the same place. Mm -hmm. Rich and Jews poor and with Jews and Gentiles yeah. in the same place. But in Corinth, he's addressing the fact that you got rich people, they bring in all their wine and all their food and all their stuff, and they sit at one end of the fellowship table and then you got the poor people over here who have nothing to eat because they're slaves of some of these people. Mm -hmm. And he says, you're getting drunk and you're going home hungry yeah. and then y'all want to sit down and act like you're one body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, that ain't, that ain't the right. way we do communion. Yeah. You have to notice the body of mm. Christ. That's right. And so even when I was a young preacher, and I hadn't, I hadn't even been a Christian that long, there was a practice in one of the churches I was in, and I know you and I have talked about it, yeah. your home church did this same thing, where mm -hmm. yeah, there was a Sunday morning, Sunday night service, and if you took communion on Sunday morning, you didn't take it again on Sunday night, but if you missed on Sunday morning and you had to work, you come on Sunday night, and they would make, in the church I was going to at the time, they would make these people walk up front and separate themselves from everybody else so that we could serve one of them, and I began to say, hey, it's really not the way. We don't separate people out to take communion. And mm -hmm. they, they, did, you know, they had all kinds of reasons. And I was young, so mm -hmm. you know, who's going to listen to young me? Mm -hmm. But I said, well, that's fine. Just know that every time somebody walks up to take it, I'm going to walk up and take it with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I say all of that to even the way we wind up doing communion, I feel bad for the people who are sheltering in place, and they're the only person in their place. Right. Yes. Now, I'm trying to take it with you through the camera. Of course. Mm -hmm. I really am, and I hope you can sense we're together. Mm -hmm. But there is an aloneness that's taking place that isn't supposed to be there. Sure. Right. Yep. And I know, you know, it's, hopefully this is temporary, but our bodies do interact with our, our spirits, spirits and our souls, and True. they tell us things. Yes. And we begin to believe things out of what we're being told by what we're doing that aren't necessarily good for us. When both of y'all were talking, it made me think of an example uh, that I experienced. Um, and I, this is part of what I love so much about communal, uh, specifically about our worship uh, communally together, is that, and this comes as a product of relationships that you build within the church. Once I begin to um, become a part of the body of Christ and I... I know your story, and you know my story, and we start to be, and, and, and in, a, in a large church, you can't know that about everybody, but you, you begin to know the stories of people that you're uh, fellowshipping with and, and worshiping with. It has been the joy of my Christian walk to sit in a room every Sunday and listen to the songs being sung, read the lyrics, and then watch the people whom I know their stories, mm -hmm. sing those lyrics. I remember one night when we used to have our midweek service where we worshiped together. And much like, for those of you who are new to our church, it was much like what we used to do in nights of worship where we right. just come together and we worshiped and we sang. And I remember singing songs about, uh, I think it was one of the old songs that we talked about, um, 
even when you know life is not going well, still I will praise you. There was yeah. this old song yeah, yeah, that we used to that. sing. Mm -hmm. I remember that song, and it was it was basically saying, no matter what life throws at me, I'm still gonna trust God. I'm gonna praise Him. And there's a woman who walks in. And I know her story very well. She's in the midst of going through a divorce. It's it's nasty. It's ugly, and she's got her hands raised to the sky singing those words and I lost it. Mm -hmm. It just fell apart because I knew her faith in that moment was ministering to me and right. that, that doesn't happen unless we're in the same room together. No, it's you the thing, I mean? you know, there's the psalmist says at one point, and it's a verse that gets quoted a lot, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But that whole part before that in the psalm, he basically talks about, I've been out among people that hate the name of God. Mm -hmm. I've been beaten down all week. And then he said, but then he made the decision to go beat with the saints. Mm -hmm. And he says, and when they sung, mm -hmm. they sung hope into me. me. Mm -hmm. I have also had that where I was the guy that was going to have to get up. And I remember one particular Sunday that I had to get up and speak and just before I got up at the nine o'clock service I found out that a very good friend of mine had been raped the night before wow. mm -hmm. and I was I couldn't sing and so mm -hmm. the crowd sang hope into me mm -hmm. I heard them I, I heard them sing and I thought I know that there's some people who don't ever sing they but that by being a part of it, it breathes hope into us. And here's what we know for sure. It's really hard to sing by yourself with the same kind of way in your living room. It's even harder if there are two of you in there and one of you doesn't sing. It's even harder when your kids are talking out loud. Yeah, my it, family's not really singing during these online no, experiences. It's just I mean, it's just not, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel authentic for yeah. me. So we're trying to make, again... And we are so thankful for the feedback we've gotten from you yeah, all. Absolutely. And we are trying our best to connect with you. And we're not, yes. we're not, this is not saying anything about you guys. Mm -mm. Uh, Jason just wanted us to talk about that behind the scenes stuff so you could know. We are trying to figure that out. Well, and I think it's, I, I think the reason I, 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 we want to talk about it as well is this isn't just an issue for us of, and I know, I know this is part of the thing Jason wanted us to talk about. We may have hit all this anyway, but it's not just an issue of content for us to get to people. And so it's not an issue. This is not a technology issue for us. Mm -hmm. We are very thankful for the technology that we have that allows us to do what we're able to do. Um, and I know that's often the way things like this get viewed is, well, just come up with a strategy with the technology you have. The issue we have is we do believe there is a spiritual component to all of this that the technology in and of itself, just left alone using the technology, can't solve. Doesn't mean we're not going to solve it, we're yeah. not going to find a problem. Those are what the arguments are about. Is it's, <laughs> we are not having arguments about whether we should use Google Meet for a meeting or oh, Zoom. No. We are not having you know, conversations about... Yeah, any, when people say to me, hey, you wanted me to do Google Meet, but we're using FaceTime, I go, okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. Our <laughs> issues, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, our issues are not... Um, logistics or technology we're trying to figure out with the best that we can and with you in mind how can we minister to your needs and you can minister to one another's needs that it's a spiritual issue for us and so anyway I, I that's the part I think when we often talk about you know and we say this every Sunday it's not content church is not content it's communal yep. that's really what we mean is there is something lost by us not being physically together that we are trying to as a church staff and hopefully you're trying to figure this out with the people you know 
how can we regain some of that 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 we have lost and and there's a part of you know i it the statement that everybody and i've had people say it to me negatively and positively and i've said it positively of this isn't the church and they're right the building isn't the church it's not we are the church but it is we we are the church it's not I. I'm I, am not, I am not the church. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not represent the body of Christ. But I do believe that when the church is together and all the parts of the body are operating the way it has, people who don't know Jesus are as close as they can be to being with Jesus when they're with the church 100%. operating as the way it is. There's something that spiritually, supernaturally happens and so that's a conversation we're trying to have all the time is how can we, and not only how can we be communal, people have been around at Community Christian, you know, at the heart of Community Christian is what Jesus asked us to do, which is to make disciples to go and make, and we're not, we don't know how to do that in this medium either, yeah. too, yeah. because it boils all of it down again to a words and delivery system Content. and not... We know that a big part of what has helped a lot of people at Community Christian is when you walk into one of our campuses and you look around and go, when they say no perfect people, yeah. <laughs> I see them. They mean yeah. it. <laughs> and it's the community. It's not just that any of us are the best speakers in the world. Right. It's that no. you're in the community and the message has a different feel than when you're sitting on your couch with a tablet or you're watching on your phone or you're watching on the TV. And see, as an old guy, I know... This medium is just a different from TV ministry, and TV ministry has been around since I was a little boy, and here's the untold secret that nobody tells you about TV ministry. We know, and we know this by stats, that when you go around and you ask people, how did you become a Christian? It's almost unmeasurable the amount of people that ever became a Christian by watching something on TV. Right. It encourages Christians. Yes. Mm -hmm. It may help Christians, mm -hmm. but the amount of people that have been reach that weren't Christian, they got reached through this. We already know we're fighting an uphill battle because that's not like four weeks of data. Yeah. We have 60 years of data yeah, right. that this hasn't happened. And they should know that that question you just raised is the number one question that we are wrestling with right yes. now yeah. in our meetings is how do we continue to reach people in this new world that we're living in. Yeah. That, that really is the question that's Yeah, so, you know, even like with Easter, which is always a big, you know, we have, we try to do three real big pushes so we aren't pushing all the time of getting people to invite your friends so we can collectively try to work together. And Easter is one of our big times. Yeah. Not the biggest ever. We had a really big argument last week. <laughs> and when he uh, says argument, it's not like oh, nobody anger. Got nobody not, got it. It's I passion. That's right. It's passion. passion. Yeah, we don't. It's, we don't angry at each other. It, it's that we were just about to announce to you all on Sunday a plan that we had, and yeah. we were about to get ready to to launch the whole thing. And we hear the governor's got the shelter in place order coming out. And again, we're trying to do that battle of how do we do what the government's asking us to do and what is best for people health wise. How can we mm -hmm. do that right. while doing what God has asked us to do that stood two thousand years in has gone through health crisis before. This oh, yeah. isn't the first time that the mission of the church has had to battle this. We just have to have it. And we had a plan. It was a great what? plan. We all loved it. It involved chocolate and it, peanut butter. It involved Reese's <laughs> eggs. You'd have loved it. You'd have loved Reese's. We had lots of Reese's eggs. And we were ready to, to do it. Yeah. 
And then we had this big discussion, and we just shut the whole thing down. Yeah. And really tabled it for the weekend, and it really was hard. It was a weight on me of, that's not who we are. We've got to figure out how to do this anyway. Well, it left us without anything of any reach piece this week, which we... It was just going to be us collection We're just going to get together for it, Easter. It, it, it celebrate, and it, right. Easter is a celebration for Christians, but it is the proclamation of the event that changed the world for non-Christians. Yes. <laughs> so, back speaking of that, if you haven't seen yet, and if you haven't, then you haven't been on this channel, but uh, we just released on uh, yesterday, actually, or two days ago, uh, on no, our YouTube channel. No, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Well, this will be posted on Wednesday. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jason's uh, thinking way thinking ahead. ahead. I'm, Jason's yeah. ahead of the game. Jay, as always, Jason's in front of everybody right. else. Good for you, Jason. On Monday. <laughs> on Monday, yes. We released this new strategy where we hope to reach some yes, people. Absolutely. So, yes, absolutely. Let's talk about that. So we, taught, we, we encourage everybody. We, we've got a website. Easter4Coweta.com. So if you haven't seen that yet, that's where we're going to push everybody to go uh, for Easter. We're going to we're going to live stream the service on that site. It'll also be right here, right where you've always watched it. But just for people on the outside to find us, that know that something is going to happen in Coweta for Easter that we, you know, we're inviting everybody to come to. So we and, pushed and don't you think that that website has so much more attraction nowadays because. It doesn't sound like it's just one church, and it's we really are a county. We're all going through this thing together. Right. Sure. And when you advertise it, it really is, hey, something's happening for our county. For county. It just, it, yeah. it has a whole different feel to it. Yeah, so we push people to break out signs like they're telling us to do, put signs in your windows, sure. you know, to encourage people uh, and uh, to, to put out to your neighbors, sidewalk chalk. I saw know. some people doing sidewalk chalk yeah. that posted it on, yep. on our uh, on Yeah, Facebook they're already doing show. that. That was great. I yeah. saw somebody uh, sent me a photo. They put it in the back window of their car. That's great. So Very I cool. love that. Very cool. So anything we can do to let people know that that site is there because, you know, again, everything's online. So we're going to do that uh, on Easter Sunday. Um, uh, just to, uh, today, which is Tuesday, uh, we just posted a, uh, a, a page where we've got some graphics for social media. Yep. Absolutely. That you can go to, if you go to our website, community-christian.net, uh, it's right there on the home page, and you can take these graphics that we put share together, them. share them on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter feed, text them directly to people, yep. whatever, and uh, just get the word out. And, uh, and again, just trying to be as inviting and communal as we possibly can yeah. to get as many folks to join us on Sunday. Here's what we know, and I don't know this about in this medium, but I know any time I have had it happen, and I hear this from everybody else, you never are as in tune with what's happening in a service when you know that somebody you invited yes. is there watching. Yep. It changes everything. Yep. So if you want to boost your level, <laughs> uh, invite some people and then check on them Sunday morning. Hey, you're going to join us, you know, yep. uh, change everything. Talk over ch with the chat room or, you know, text them, yeah. try to reach out to them, you know, try to make your experience with them as communal as possible. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So we are not taking off from inviting just because no. of this world we're no doing. we're going to yeah. keep trying to figure that out and yeah. hopefully find some new and 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 you know like he talked about you know maybe we'll learn some things from all of this and we'll have we'll have new ways and we'll have new ideas to present as far as reaching people well as you guys know we said in our meeting yesterday that if this is our new reality it's time for us to stop thinking maybe the reason television never worked i, I i'm all of this is me thinking out loud <laughs> 
is no, everybody knew it was just an auxiliary thing. Mm -hmm. We still have churches. We mm -hmm. still have, we still can meet in person and people. And so this is just another thing. But if this is what we have for now, mm -hmm. maybe if we all pray and we really work, God will help us figure out how to make this where it can be, where people, yeah. it, it doesn't have to stay new. that way. Mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're limited in choices, you get really creative yeah. and yes. to accomplish the purpose you need to accomplish. Well, yeah. like I was saying this, I think I was having a conversation with my wife about this last night. You know, for years um, we had said, uh, and this is about small groups, we had said, I wonder if virtual small groups will work. Mm -hmm. sure. And we'd had that internal discussion and what would that look like? We'd even and offered people a chance to be a part of them. Couldn't it. anybody be a part yeah, of Yeah, nobody really was in on it. And then now here we are and that's all we've got. All we so need. now we're all leaning into that medium. And I told her, I said, I think this is the push many of us maybe needed to explore this new medium. And now yep. maybe we'll come out to the other side of it and go, okay, it will work, but here's what we learned, and here's how we can make that better. And yes. here's how, and this, this is possibly going to be an even better medium than the previous well, we version were doing. for some sure. people. Yeah, for sure. some people. You know, I, I don't anticipate everybody, everybody doing don't. that forever. I certainly wouldn't want to do it personally, but there are some that will. And now I want to be close enough to see people, but where they can't touch me. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Well, that's, that's why this six-foot thing's working Exactly. I like to be in the room with you, but don't put your hands on me. Working awesome, <laughs> isn't it? Awesome. So, okay. So that's enough about all that. Now let's get to the questions. Uh, we've got, like I said, we've got two questions uh, that were sent in. The first one asked twice. So well, it was a really go. pressing question, go. and I think this is going to be a question for Ed. The, the question asker says, hey, I've been attending Community Christian since 08. And uh, long I don't, time listener, long time, time caller, <laughs> no, long time they, attender, they long time attender, and they tried to get us to answer this I, a okay. few well, times. We had other stuff to do. We had other things. It wasn't to that do. we were ignoring. No, 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 you. we're not ignoring. We you. weren't ignoring you. We just had other things. Anyway, their their statement was, "Hey, I don't even know who the elders of the church are. Can you introduce them to me?" Sure. Uh, and let me just say, it's not like I'll just say this for people who've been in church and you know how elders normally work. Which, if you've been here for a long time, maybe you were in another church before that. Elders are normally a big upfront deal, and we decided years ago when we started the church that our elders would be what we understood them to be, which their foundational support. And I don't think there's ever been a time that for some of us on staff, we've realized how much our elders were foundation until really this crisis. I mean, sure. they played a really, really strong, important role uh, to help us navigate some tricky stuff. Uh, but we decided they don't... It, they aren't representative government. Often people in churches see them as, oh, those are our representatives to get things done. Uh, this isn't the House of Representatives and the Senators, so it's not like you need to go to them and talk to them about things, but you can if you want to. There is an email address, elders at community-christian.net. If you feel like you need to talk to an elder, you can do that. But from the time in 2008 that you've been a part of Community Christian, there have been many different elders yeah, uh, sure. that I could list off. Currently, we have four, of which I am one. But with certain kind of things, I, I stand outside of those elders in that they are also uh, the accountability piece for my job performance. So I'm not a part of that, obviously. But our elders are Ronnie Brain, uh, Rob Duckwall, and Kelly Wisenhunt. And uh, they've all been serving for quite a few years uh, now. There are others that have cycled on and off, but those are our, our current elders. And again, uh, one of them goes to Ashley Park campus. Two of them are at the Sharpsburg campus. Um, 
We don't ask them to play a big public role. I think the person had said, can we introduce them digitally? Well, we could. That's not really the role we've asked them to play, and so we decided we wouldn't do that. Uh, they don't normally do those kind of upfront public things. Uh, in, in that role as an elder, uh, one of those you have seen in lots of places, they do do mm -hmm. things for us on sure. video and stuff like that. Uh, but that's just not the, their role in serving our church. Their role in our church is to set big foundational pieces. They do not run day-to-day -day operations. The staff of our church, they delegated that to the staff years ago uh, when it was just really me and Steve, and then it was me and Steve and Jason for a little while. That, and then as the staff's grown, the staff runs the day-to-day -day operations underneath the values and principles that they've set, but they're not trying to make everyday decisions on th those kind of things. Uh, so sometimes uh, people who know them will say, hey, did you know such and such? And they'll have to honestly say, no, I did not know that was going on. <laughs> but see, I have that happen even as senior pastor. Somebody will say, hey, did you know that the children's ministry? And I go, nope, I didn't know that. But what I do know is I trust the people that are doing that. Yeah. And I know that uh, I can go and find out about it. I bet they had good intent in what was happening. And maybe if you and I both understand why they're doing what they do, it make more sense to us. So those are our elders, Ronnie Brain. Rob Duckwall, Kelly Wisenhut. You can contact any of them at elders at community-christian.net or if you know who they are and you can walk up to them, walk up to them and say, hey, I hear you're an elder. Yeah. They, they might enjoy that. They, um, might, they might enjoy or that. Or not. <laughs> so, all right. Next question is a Bible question. Somebody wanted us to all answer right. this. Uh, that their, their question was uh, about Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And in that verse, uh, the, it says that God, when he creates human beings, uh, makes this statement, uh, the story of the creation of man, woman, and the whole thing, and he says, let us make man, mankind, in our own image. And, uh, and their question was, why does God say us? Mm. Why does he say our image? It sounds like he's talking to someone, but if it's just God, who's he talking to? So, uh, Nathan, you want to jump on that one? Well, uh, we we answered. Yeah, we did kind of answer. We this we've earlier. answered this question a little bit before. I don't know. I think we might have even referenced this verse uh, when it was Maybe just Jason and I on the podcast. Uh, the good uh, podcast. The good, the That's good, right. The good old days. <laughs> the endless, the, endless the, verse. The best episode. Uh, but yeah, we talked. to Someone asked about the the Trinity, the Trinity. and the fact yeah. that God is uh, three persons, one God, and um, and so we talked about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so when God in this sense is saying, let's make a man in our image, and man or mankind, humans, in our image, it's a reference to the fact that God, in and of himself, even though this sounds contradictory, is communal in and of himself, that he is uh, three persons. He is a community, although he is still unified in one. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Um, Anyway, that's that's yeah. the answer I have as far as in reference to the who is us. It's a reference to God yeah. as uh, the Godhead, as some would refer to it. And here's an interesting little caveat to that answer mm -hmm. that I can throw in there because um, this and, and this goes back to when the Book of Genesis was written, and this all this all comes from an old professor that I had back in Bible college. In fact, Ed had the same professor years and, before you had him at a different college. A long time before, mm -hmm. so he's been around a long time. Great guy. Uh, his name is Dr. Hooks, and he taught both of us Old Testament. And uh, he brought this point out to me that I'd never heard before when I was in Bible college because, as we know, when Genesis was written, um, there was no Trinitarian view of God at right. that point. This was, this was in the days of the Jewish Judaism, and they 
they view God as one. They did not yet understand him as Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And so mm -hmm. the author did not write with that intent because mm -hmm. he didn't have that view of God. Um, and so there's this, their, their ex explanation of it, which would, as the one you just said, would come along later when, we mm -hmm. kinda, when Jesus finally revealed God to us. We go, oh, that's what that was about. But he said their uh, interpretation of that was that in their day, uh, royalty and kings uh, many times would refer to themselves as, oh, as, as us. Yeah. Uh, he called it, uh, I can't remember the, the term that he used, but it was something about uh, the majestic uh, yeah. we or something yeah. like mm -hmm. that. The royal we. The, the royal the, we yeah. or something. So when people of high status or kings mm -hmm. would refer to themselves, they I would also remember him saying that now that you, hey, you, see, that. you listened more than I, I did. Listened. I'd forgotten that, yeah. but I do remember that now. But I remember because I had always gotten the answer that Nathan just said. And then when he brought that out, he was like, so, you know, there's another way to look at that. And that's how they would view that back in those days or before Jesus came along. I thought, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And he said, in that context, it makes perfect sense because God was majestic. He was ruler of all. He's the creator of all. And so he would have used that majestic sort of language. And so they didn't find any uh, problem with, with God referring to himself as a plural right. uh, because it was just sort of accepted in their day. So that, that was how that sort of was explained to me. And another interesting idea off of this, this is not an answer to the question, so I did want to say the last part, but I think it's interesting, is on the image of God part, and I just recently heard this, I think, I thought it was very interesting, is also that um, at that period in time, rulers often referred to themselves as the image of God. Hmm. And oh, they would, yeah, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. say that I am the image of God, or my children are the image of God, and that one important part of them use, of, of, the, of the biblical writers and God using this language through the biblical writers of all people are made in the image of God mm -hmm. is that all of us were designed with the purpose to co-rule this planet alongside because that so it says in Genesis you know 126 is made God you know make man in our image and it says let him rule over the uh, yeah, the, yeah. the birds of the air and the fish mm -hmm. and have dominion and this idea that we are supposed to be taking care of one another and taking care of this mm -hmm. planet and taking care of that and that that's somehow inherent to our image bearing of God, yep. that just as rulers would refer to themselves as the image of God, that God says, no, it's really all of us, men and women, not just men, but yeah. men and women made in the image of God, made to, to co-rule. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't often co-rule. We, uh, we do our own ruling and mess yeah. everything up. And yeah. so. Good. Good answer to that. That's, that's an aspect I haven't thought of either. Thanks, Nathan. All right. Well, um, that's really all I got on the paper today. Uh, is there anything going on, you guys, that uh, you're... We, last week we talked about stuff we're discovering about ourselves in this isolation. Sure. Anything that's happened in the past week that... Uh, you're watching anything new? You're watching anything. doing anything I did watch new? the Tiger King show that everyone's did talking you really? about. I haven't I gotten to it, it yet. I intend to start Tiger King tonight. I'll oh, say yeah. it's an incredibly entertaining. And I know there's all this stuff about the validity behind stuff. But, I mean, that's the nature when you watch any documentary. Everyone's got an angle. Everyone's yeah. twisting the truth to everything. So I don't think necessarily just because they put it on Netflix means you need to. No. But it's meant to be entertaining. I assume it's meant to be entertaining. I and hope so. Not that I'm supposed to do something about Joe Exotic. But, uh, you know, anyway, I found it incredibly. And one thing I'll throw out for people who are interested in doing this with my small group. One thing that we've done is there's an app. Or it's really an extension that you can put on your Chrome if you use Google Chrome called the Netflix. Chrome browser for people oh, my sorry, age who yes. might not understand all of that. A browser is the thing through which you contact the Internet. Correct. So if you have the Google Chrome browser, they have <laughs> extensions that you can attach. All you got to do is go. It's very quick download. 
It's called Netflix Party. And if you have Netflix, you can go on there and then you click the little NP for Netflix Party and it creates a way that I would send it to some people like in our small group because often in our small group, we'll hang out and just watch movies afterwards. We can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, let's just send this in a couple nights a week. We'll get together and watch it. And what you do is you send it out to your friends. They then get to log in as long as they have their own Netflix and they can log into it. And it creates a chat that runs simultaneous Uh. to Netflix everyone's Netflix syncs up together. So Bam. it's like you're watching it watching in the same room and we could have conversations, which with Tiger King, that needs to be a communal Ooh. experience. You don't want to, you don't want to go wow. down the Tiger King uh, rabbit hole by yourself. But uh, that was a fun experience. Anyway, anybody who's looking forward to like, Hey, I do want to connect with some people, mm. but you know, not just in a small group. I just want to, I want to yeah. hang out with some people, but I want to do it virtually. That's, that's a great way. We've loved using it. So. That's cool. Not that it's my right to share, but I'm going to, cause I'm in front of the camera. Uh, my wife has started doing jigsaw puzzles. She ha- uh, used to love those and hasn't done them for a while. And mm. what I've learned is she still doesn't want me involved. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Leave her to her puzzle. She has a little table that yeah. we sit near each other, and she pulls her table over. And if I look at the puzzle, it's offensive. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's also because she's she's a perfectionist. For those of you who like yes. the Enneagram, she's a one. So she wasn't done. She didn't need you looking and I, judging. If I think I know where peace goes, I should keep you my mouth shut. You did not know where it went. I should keep my mouth shut. That's right. I tried a puzzle. I started a puzzle on our dining room table, and uh, it has not been touched. I don't know what that says about our <laughs> – I put some stuff together. I, I probably just did all the easy stuff. And then I'm like, let's do this puzzle together. And then and I walk by, and everybody's like, no, nah, nah, we're not <laughs> – we got other stuff that's better. As Nathan knows, we have two members of our family that really like puzzles, Becky and then another one. Yeah. <laughs> then another one and that would not be you. It would not be me, and it would not be Nathan. Yeah. No. Okay. No. That leaves two. Yeah. I'm not going to narrow it down further, but leave they both really love them. She's doing a puzzle that he thinks is beneath him. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Knowing okay. who it is, that doesn't shock me. Okay. Jason, you picked up anything in, in quarantine that you go, oh, that's, that's at least a, you know, because innovation often comes out of right. Necessity, yeah. what's the phrase there? Necessity's the father yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading, a, I'm reading a, a, a book that nobody else would want to read. You're reading uh, the book I'm reading? No, not yet. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I really want to do that next. I know the big, do. thick reference yeah. book. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book on uh, the interpretation or the, uh, the inspiration of Scripture. Ah. Mm. So a topic that, Nobody. It's not, it's not Greg Boyd's book, is it? It is. It is. That's, oh, I've, that's a I've really also good got book. that on Inspired my list. Inspired and Perfected. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good book. Yeah. I haven't. I have only read a sample of it, but yeah. it's on my list. If yeah. you've read his book, uh, uh, what's what's cross the one? Vision. Cross, cross Vision. vision. Yeah. It is basically Cross Vision with uh, looking through Cross Vision at Scripture. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. heard him talk about the lens it. Yeah. of what he laid out in that book. Looking at scripture, no one now, else I've really will care about lost this. you guys. No. I'm sorry. I was say no one else will care. But there's a Q and A he does yeah. on from their church that's like an hour and a half. That's really good. Well, okay. really if you want a really good podcast, Woodland Hills website, Jason and I were just talking about. It. We both listen to our favorite current theologian since uh, mm-hmm. Dallas has uh, gone to be with Jesus, uh, N.T. Wright, and yeah. he has a mm-hmm. podcast, and he just did a live event and. <laughs> I, it was just fast. Yes. It was just fascinating to me. It's like he got one question, and then forty-five minutes of really gold poured yeah. out of his yes. mouth. And if you want just a good <laughs> overview of Jesus and the church and the New Testament, 
Go listen to an evening with N.T. Wright. Yeah. Absolutely. It's and one, his, he uh, talks. And he's it, British, so he, it sounds that, so good. He, he makes so him it, this much smarter than he actually is. Yes. Yes. And and because like Greg Boyd's also a great theologian, but he's from Minnesota, yeah. and it's and like that's like, just uh, you don't sound as good, Greg. No, no, you don't. And all three of us are from the South, so yeah, you don't <laughs> we'll, ne- we'll never be taken seriously <laughs> as theologians. That's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> And now we have completely lost our audience. <laughs> yeah, they, this I, was supposed to be the fun if, part where we didn't we, get into the When we watch the average watch time on YouTube, we'll just see it go straight As down. soon as we start talking theology <laughs> and theologians. So I think it's sorry. time for us to go. Yeah, that's enough. We're that's done. enough for today. As you can tell, this isolation thing has Joel, really hurt us. Joel, wake up, Joel. We're about to <laughs> go. Joel went to sleep. We were talking about Tiger King, and we went like this because all the Tiger King we went King straight mean. to theology. Joel, get ready. We're about Send to be done. Send us your best Tiger King Yeah, so okay, as as always, With NT Wright. write us questions to make this a little bit more interesting <laughs> and give us stuff to talk about and we will that you want to hear about and yes. not theology. Not so. whatever we were talking so, about. So, all right. So, until, uh, be here on Easter, but until then, then that time. Well, not here. Not Online. Here. Online. Easter for Calvary. on our YouTube channel. channel. The, on our YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Yeah, that is right here. That is here. Yeah, the yeah, here that here. they're here. here not this us. building. Not this here, but that here. The channel. Be here on Sunday, 1030. Easter, we'll celebrate together, and then we'll be back doing this, whatever this is, next Next Wednesday. All right, have a great one, guys. Bye. See ya.